Happiness can only be felt in the present. And if you don't know how to feel good right now about what you already have, then it's unlikely that achieving your future goals will change that. Hi, and welcome back to the Mastering Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Matt. And today we're going to dive into Thanksgiving and talk a little bit about rituals. Rituals are so important. There's a psychologist by the name of Nicholas Hobson, and he wrote an article on psychology today. And he said that the very act of engaging in a scripted sequence of ritualistic movements actually tricks the brain into thinking that it's experiencing the pleasant state of predictability and stability. So what does this mean? Basically, it's that when we are in a state of uncertainty or fear or feeling threat of some kind, rituals can help calm our mind because it allows us to control and predict things in uncertain times. It's like this. Back in the early 20th century, anthropologists, they observed these high-performing fishermen and how they kept catching fish after fish. And when these fishermen walked into these very violent waters, turbulent waters beyond the reef, they began to perform these ritualistic behaviors that were observable, they were consistent, and they were controlled. And these same fishermen, when they came back towards the shallow waters where the waters were calm and safe, they didn't do any of the rituals. They didn't notice any of the rituals, but they still kept catching fish. So what these anthropologists concluded was that when the fishermen instinctively felt danger or when they felt threat, like fishing in the violent waters, they performed rituals to help them stay calm, focused, and to gain a sense of perceived control in a very uncertain time. Now, what does this mean for us? Thanksgiving is just around the corner. And this year, just like last year, may seem very different for a lot of us as we're still in the thick of the global pandemic. Thanksgiving is a tradition that's filled with rituals. And perhaps this year, we can be a little bit more intentional about our Thanksgiving to help us bring more wellness and joy in our lives. Now, over time, Thanksgiving became a very commercialized holiday, and it lost its spirit of Thanksgiving and its tradition. But the spirit of the holiday is truly something that I believe we need now more than ever. Maybe it's a good time to revive that original intention behind giving thanks, right? So I want to share with you some practical gratitude exercises that actually work. So let's dive right in. Number one, this first exercise is a simple gratitude check-in. You see, we need to become more aware of what gratitude actually feels like to be able to increase it more in our lives. This simple exercise is to pay attention to what's right in front of you that you can actually be grateful for to increase your sensations around gratitude or the feeling of gratitude. Now, this script that I'm about to read to you came from Abraham Hicks publication. So it's not mine, but I want to share it with you because it's very simple and to the point. Just relax and let me guide you. Okay. 
Here we go. Begin by looking around your immediate environment and gently notice something that pleases you. It could be anything. Try to hold your attention on this pleasing object as you consider how wonderful, beautiful, or maybe even useful it is. And as you focus upon it longer, your positive feelings about it starts to increase more. Now notice your improved feeling and the appreciative that you feel right now. And once this good feeling is noticeably stronger than when it first began, look around your environment and choose another pleasing object that comes to your positive attention. Do the same thing. Give thanks to it. Appreciate how beautiful, how purposeful and useful it is in your life. Just pause and give thanks to it. Great. You see what we did here? This exercise is simply to increase your awareness around gratitude and to feel it, to lean into it, to actually sense the feeling of what gratefulness feels like. And we can do it right now. Now, that was exercise number one. Let's move on to number two. Share something with another person because we get to, not because we have to. Now, I remember one of the best advices that I received from Pastor Rick Warren was when he was talking about his own depression and when he was suffering from his own pain and suffering, he, he said that the best thing he did that helped him get, get out of his own funk was to focus on other people and to be of service to others. Focusing on others it helps us get out of our own little world. And in return, we benefit from the feelings of blessing and the spirit of giving. Now, sharing something with others is intentional and by choice, not out of obligation or guilt. This type of sharing naturally positions us to feel the benefit of gratitude and the feeling of enough. For example, maybe you can share a book that uh, might benefit one of your friends, or you can lend it to them. Uh, go out of your way and just share why it was meaningful to you and why you're sharing it with them. Or maybe call somebody just to see how they're doing. Bake a, some cookies or a pie and give it to a neighbor, just the sense of giving. And make sure that sharing feels natural and pleasant to you. It's not forced. Remember, gratitude can't be forced but you can always do something to encourage it. And sharing willfully is a great way to start. All right, our third and final gratitude exercise. Indulge in a mindful meal or a drink. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge foodie and I'm kind of worried this Thanksgiving because uh, I, I love Thanksgiving meals. I love food and I especially love coffee. Believe it or not, Food and drink is a very straightforward way for you to find gratitude. I mean, it doesn't require you to do anything beyond what you already do. The trick here is to simply bring more attention to the experience of preparing 
your food or your drink, that thing right in front of you. Now, I got this exercise from Starbucks CEO, Howard Schultz, a ritual that he participates in every morning, which he calls coffee break. His mindfulness practice begins with preparing his cup of coffee each morning. This ritual starts his day with success and feelings of groundedness, control, and gratitude. Now, my wife recently bought me a Chemex, a pour over with a hot uh, pot, right? And every morning I start my day mindfully and gratefully preparing my first cup of coffee. And I'm so grateful for the moment, for the warm, comforting feeling that this coffee gives me, the aromas of the beans as I pour the hot water over the filter and into the Chemex. I love the steam, right? It fills up with the steam and the colors and the sensation of it all. And I'm absolutely grateful in the moment. I become more mindful of the experience. And this way, gratitude naturally follows. The more I notice simple pleasures in life, the richer it becomes to me. And the more I see how fortunate I am to have it. So next time you're eating or drinking something, just take a few moments to become aware of the experience. You don't have to think about being grateful. The only point here is to notice as many details as you can about what you're doing. Chances are that the more you notice, the more naturally you'll begin to appreciate it. Remember this, happiness can only be felt in the present. If you don't know how to feel good about what you already have, it's unlikely that achieving future goals will change that. So once you begin a ritual of gratitude in your life, you will not believe the type of benefit it's going to bring to all aspects of your performance. The greatest performers in life participate in strong rituals, both in their off-season and during their season. So this Thanksgiving, I challenge you to the opportunity to lean into the ritual of gratitude. Thank you for tuning into the Mastering Mindset Podcast. I hope you benefited from this episode of Rituals and Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you all.